0: Hello and welcome to Gerry Anderson Heroes and Villains. Stay on this channel, this is an emergency. Each episode we'll choose at random a story from an Anderson show ranging from Fireball XL5 to Terrorhawks. I think this frequency should be put on priority monitoring. We'll then look at the hero and villain of the tale, discuss any behind the scenes, actor information and I'm sure numerous tallies. Shadow control to all stations, we have a red alert. Repeat, condition is red. And at the end, crucially, we're going to vote for them. Stand by for action. Here we are then, season two. Season two, yes.
1: Um, We're just saying that we, we haven't really discussed season two much other than... It's neither of us our favourite season, is it? I don't think that's a
0: surprise. Is it anybody's?
1: Favorite? I've I've seen some people that say it, um, but I don't know whether they're saying it for effect or they're idiots. I don't know. It could it could be either or both. Um, well, it's all sub- sub- subjective. Subjective. Isn't if it? you, you know? and we're we're only having a laugh. If you enjoy yeah. season two and think it's great, uh, brilliant. I mean, I'm happy for you. Um, I I was. Because I, I really don't what If I watch any season two, it's going to be the Metamorph. you know, Or like we watched Walls of Luton.
0: Yeah, but um, that was deliberately... Yeah, that was deliberate, Because we knew yeah. it was going to be bad. We chose yes. that because we <laughs> knew it was going to be a bad one.
1: And I... So I watched this with a view to... Okay, what... List all the things where... Not just saying this is bad, but we'll list all the things where you go, "I prefer season's one's take on this mm-hmm. and yeah, and it was quite quite a lengthy sort of list in the end, and it it starts right away. I'm not a fan of the season two credits
0: my. It is Maya, isn't it? Daughter of Mentor.
1: But how are you here in this Croton ship? I thought you were dead.
0: I survived the destruction of Sykon. The only survivor. We thought all of you were dead. I survived the hatred
1: of the Crotons. The only survivor. It's just you and me, Maya. We are the only Sykons alive.
0: Horsfield. I thought you came to rescue me, Maya. Am I still a prisoner then? Not for long. Sahala, the commander of this ship.
1: Sahala. That evil being. What lies has she told about me?
0: Her lies won't help her now that Yester's been revived.
1: Yes. If there is a croton with integrity, it's Yester. Where is she?
0: In medical center. While we wait for the truth to come out, Tell me of yourself, Myers, since I saw you last
1: um I think uh Derek Wandsworth's music is not it doesn't have any epicness to it um it's okay but it's it's again I don't think it's as good as season ones and the opening titles are sort of they they remind me of something like Jason of star Command they're that sort of a Dumbed down title sequence. That's a it's good like action.
0: The, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's yeah. just too fast. You yeah. know the, the 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 cuttings too fast. The clips are too fast. The music's too fast. You know, you don't have to have a red alert sign shining up to know that no. you know this is going to be an action show. The, just well, this show just the action.
1: Yeah, this is what it's saying in it? it's Saying this is an action show. This is an action show. This is an action show. I mean, compared to season one where you've got a a very ponderous uh sort of Blank blank behind him Coney just turning towards the camera with his arms folded. And I think that sort of sums it up that season one is Let's think about this. And season two is let's shoot something. Ah, action, run about. I mean even even um the, 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 the credit scene is where Coney spins around, jumps out of his chair, shoots someone. Yeah. It's it's just yeah, it's so in your face. And I think and the Helena theme is the into yeah. striding
0: to wherever she's striding to.
1: I don't know where she's going to. I think she's off to the canteen or something. She wants to get there before the uh, the chicken nuggets run out. <laughs> but yeah, it's very, very, uh, I don't want to say dumbed down, but it is. It's, it's It is dumbed down. Dumbed yeah, you can say it's, that. Yeah, it's, it is. It's dumbed down. Um, it was interesting as well that we get a definitive. Uh, timing on this don't we 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 can we can work out the exact date this is on because it's 2009 days since breakaway yeah and you so, divide yeah. that
0: by 365 to get yep. the years yep. and that's five and a half years
1: yeah so we're we're in uh the year 2005 about yeah. june well, no, september October. about march march, march 2005. 2005. what were you doing in march 2005?
0: I was still in the cinema then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was still at Canterbury then. Yeah. I yeah, think we I was were on a fine old time.
1: We were all looking forward to go. What's this new Doctor Who going to be like coming back? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think uh, uh, the Last Lord of the Rings came out that yes, year yeah. as well. You yeah. know, so that's what we were doing. But th- of course, they've been through space warps that's and all true, sorts yes. of things, haven't yeah. they? Y- you know. Um, yeah. And like I said, the reason I chose this is I've, I've got a lot of fondness for this story because I, I listened to it an awful right. lot. And even though I say that it's, it, it, it's with the admission that there's an awful lot of silliness in this. Yes. And yeah. nonsense. And, I don't, and
1: yeah, I don't think the story itself is, is a bad story. And I think there is some, there is some mild scare to it, some threat from Dorzak. But, everything sort of I can't I've not seen a lot recently of season two. I remember watching it when I was a kid and, you know, I probably enjoyed it, monsters and things like that. But I I've not watched a lot of it recently. I'm certainly not that familiar with it. And I was just shocked at how um there's there's an interview with <coughs> Martin Landau where he says in in season one we were scientists exploring in season two, we were spacemen, And I think that is is exactly right. So it's like the first thing where they're going, oh, there's a ship coming. It's giving off the universal plague warning signal. What yes. the hell is a universal plague warning signal?
0: I've got, after an awful lot of my sentences I've written down, I've got A. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ha- right. That, so there is a universal plague warning signal yep. that every planet knows of. So every yes. planet is, is being told this from other planets. Yeah,
1: they're getting a... They must be getting, a. you know, an email saying don't forget, the plague warning signal is this. Beep, 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 beep. Um, the All of this is operating as if, and I think we know why, as if this is the Federation mm. and Moonbase Alpha is a ship in the Federation. Yeah. Now remember who the Producer was Fred. Freddy, Freddy yeah. Freiberger, um, because later on, uh, in one of the later scenes, um, before they they go on the the, the, the alien ship, uh, Tony goes, um, "We've got to get their permission. It's the law. Yeah. Whose law?
0: Who, Whose law? Yeah, yeah,
1: this is this is Freddy Freiberger, just not understanding that this isn't Star Trek, isn't it? This isn't the Federation."
0: In Behind the Scenes, I've got a quote from Christopher Penfold, and right. his name is on on the captions for writing this. And, yes. and basically, you know, it, it's completely changed. The only thing he recognises, he says, is his name. That's the right. only thing on that script that he recognises. Um, yeah, this whole nonsense about Koenig's not there because yeah. he's exploring possible it? asteroids for yeah. life. You can't live on an asteroid.
1: Yeah, what what is the point? Also, you send your your base commander off to look at asteroids, send Tony, send anyone. But I mean, what do you know why the reason was Martin Landoff yeah. doing something else? Yeah, I think
0: it's science specter. They were doing the, the, the you know, the back to back recording oh, things. Okay. And he was off doing that yeah. other one to, to save on time and money. And that's why he's not in it. I, I'm stunned because everything I, I read about Martin Lando, I am the hero. I'm the main character. Yeah. You know, he famously had lines, taken away from um you yeah know, it's really Alan weird Carter. that he would
1: disappear voluntarily unless he realized by this point it's shit i don't want i don't want this in my you know i'm not going to fight for this perhaps that was the the feeling um, it
0: is towards the end of the run isn't it
1: yeah it is. yeah so it so we we're immediately one of the very the big strengths of this show where martin Lando. he's missing mm. Missing presumed having a kip somewhere, and we get a plank um, of
0: wood instead.
1: Yeah, yeah. To- Tony Vadeshi. What's really weird is I remember as a kid, I I thought Tony Vadeshi was cool. Really, I, you know? Yeah, I thought of in the same vein as Han Solo sort of thing. I thought oh, he's he's cool. He is. Where did I get that from? He is. I don't he know. is a plank of wood. Um, because wasn't Tony Anhol? Wasn't he in a uh, like a Nescafe advert?
0: Yeah, and yeah, this is later the sort of
1: actin we're getting, isn't it? It's it, it's not it's not a great. I'd never liked him from... back in the seventies. Um...
0: I'd never liked him. He's one of the worst things in season two. Forty yeah. years old, Tony. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, that there he is. They have this ship coming. in. Um, you know, Alan goes the their eagles are model T's compared to that. I don't yeah. know how they've just seen an image of it on, yeah. on the screen. You how don't do know they what know that's anything? like. Uh, yeah. Again,
1: these are these are spacemen, aren't they? They know everything. Yeah there you know, is but yeah Alan um Alan's immediately uh he's not again I I remember Alan, season one Alan, he's he's a slightly reckless but dedicated pilot. Hmm. Do, you know, will do things by the book, but then he might, you know, if, if the needs must he'll bend the rules sort of thing. He's an absolute twat in this one. <laughs> it, what is going on
0: he's, he's not thinking with his brain he's he thinking with something isn't. else
1: yeah i mean i know it's 5 years he's been stuck on the moon but blimey um <coughs> and it's immediate isn't it it's like it's so so sort of um uh, again dumb he's he's like he immediately falls for the pretty girl doesn't he it's like Fwah!
0: yeah it's like, up, up pop sahala saying yeah. permission to land she yeah. says she's from the galaxy croton no yeah. you mean star system Yes. Proton, not yep. a galaxy. You haven't come from another galaxy. I
1: know. <coughs> They're very uh very terry in their cavalier uses of words in this. Um And it, yeah, it, it I got in my notes, I can't even remember what it was in conjunction with, but I wrote it down as a as particularly stupid bit of of uh a techno babble. Controlled emissions of photons in the third galaxy.
0: Yeah, that, that that's wow. Maya saying, oh, yes, our psychon scientists did detect photon emissions, blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah, no, it, it, it's all nonsense. Yeah. I'll tell you what's nonsense as well um, is Tony going to Alan, who is a pilot that seems to have, yeah. be able to um, operate all the controls in, uh, in, in command there. Um, if it's got armament and he presses one button, he goes, it has no armament. Well, yeah. how do you measure whether a ship's got armament? You've never encountered this species no. before, so
1: no, they might have a form of weaponry that you have no concept about.
0: Yeah. It's
1: just—it's very strange. Also, um, when when the ship lands, because uh, Tony doesn't want the ship to land, it's a plague ship. We don't want plague, and um, our lead character woman says, uh, "Don't worry, uh, our plague is a person, and we've got him under control." That makes yeah. no sense.
0: Yeah, he's the why... nature of the plague.
1: Yeah, why wouldn't why wouldn't Tony then go, what are you on about, you daft woman? A man isn't a plague. Is he got the plague? Yeah. It, it makes no sense. But then he says, he turns around, he says, you can land here. He turns around to her, Alan. He goes, Alan, I want you there as security. Check it out. Make sure it's... He's a pilot. Yeah. Well, you can tell this script was written for Koenig and Tony Vadeshi. Tony Videshi was meant to fall in love, wasn't he, I reckon? Yeah. I, it,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. They've swapped it. Ta- yeah. ta- Tony's lines are Koenig's lines yep. and Alan's lines are Tony's lines.
1: Exactly, yeah. Exactly yeah. that. And it just, it's like, what is going on with these characters? Um and again, I mean we we see a nice ship model. It's quite a nice ship. Oh, it's ship. beautiful. Yeah.
0: I mean that's that that's Martin at the right. height of his game. I mean, yeah. you look at all that panel line there and the yeah, shading colours beautifully, and the, done. It's beautifully and, done. and the EMA domes all over it, you know. Yeah. I I love that model. I've got I've got information about the model oh, right. later cool. on. I, I do like the way that um it lands and unlike a lot of the times when spacecraft land on Moonbase Alpha. The, the the hatch doesn't line up with the boarding thing, so they actually have to lower the ship down a bit until you yeah, know they can. But the, put the, the trouble tube I've across. got with
1: that <coughs> is that the, the 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 tube has a straight edge and then it bevels off yeah. at the bottom. And that perfectly matches the alien ship has a straight edge and bevels off in luckily the same direction so that it can fit perfectly. It's like, uh,
0: yeah, you need some sort of like rubberized, yeah, you know, a yeah. uh, malleable thing that, that, that forms round any shape, don't you? That's what yeah, you need. So that
1: you can, yeah, so it works because otherwise, again, it's like, it's almost assuming that the technology on Moonbase alpha is the same technology as this alien ship, yeah, which again sort of suggests that they think they're all in one big, happy federation fleet.
0: Yeah, here um, we go again. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like...
0: yeah. Now, Sahala comes out of this point. Yes. Right? And and we're voting on Sahala as well as Doors Act today. This outfit she's wearing is, it, to me, that's no different than if you're watching Benny Hill or something like that. And he's a milkman and he goes to a door and you've got a Randy housewife. Yep. With a feather, feather encrusted, yeah, you know, adorned. Yeah, she's wearing the gym
1: jams, isn't she? Gym
0: jams. We never yeah. see her feet, but I reckon she's got those type of slippers that are all the pink fluffy ones. Yes. With all the pink yeah. fluffy hair, you know, and heels.
1: Yeah, it's, um, it's not, it doesn't seem to be sensible attire to wear for space
0: travel. This is something for the dads, isn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: this is exactly it. It's like, I mean, it's like, oh, off the shoulder dress
0: with what? lots of feathers
1: yeah, lots of feathers um she Did does you? look it look like she's just stepped out of a sitcom doesn't she all right
0: yeah yes um she she reminds me a bit of old oh what was her name tessa whatever yes you know tessa was Wyatt. In, yeah tessa for, Wyatt. i think it's the robin's teeth. nest yeah 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 but um what was i going to say about the outfit
1: in my uh in my notes at this point i put just put alan is a slut. <laughs>
0: Oh boy, yeah, 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 yeah. He's doing a bit <coughs> of a Benny right, Hill, him, yeah. isn't he? Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's definitely, he'd be great. He'd be going, Whoa, Whoa.
0: see, see, I remember this stocky. I don't remember any facial pullings. I don't remember the outfits. I just remember yeah. the audio, you know. Well, and you, I, had, I, I, you
1: probably had the best of it on audio, to be honest.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I clearly remember <laughs> the audio, you know. She comes on board and then we hear a zapping noise and she zap Meyer yeah. and they go, yeah, what she have she you should... done? And she goes, uh, what I had to do, you know. She shoots
1: Maya, um, and then we get the the you know that's sort of the the teaser end, and we get the uh, the credit. This is directed by Val Guest.
0: Yeah, I've written it down. Val what Guest directed this. I didn't hell? notice this. No, I was I, I remember what I was going to say because you've watched it on Blu-ray, didn't you? Yes, yeah. There's something I I don't know what's up with the makeup because the woman playing Sahala. She's got a really pale face makeup yeah. but it's not on her neck or her chest. Helena Russell looks like a zombie. I mean she she's chalk. Her yeah, face the, looks the, like chalk. The makeup effects in this
1: the, not I don't mean the makeup as in you know monsters and that but the actual the the standard makeup that all actors wear to you know to to flatten out their faces and things like that um is really bad in this because yeah you're right it, when when you're lighting someone makeup reflects more light than skin does hmm. and that's why you can you can tell that yeah they've made up they've made up her face but they haven't made up the rest of her body they haven't put the powder on right. so she looks pale but yeah Barbara Bain I I know she she used to ask to have soft focus but I wonder if at this point she they're just slapping it on her aren't they
0: well there is no soft focus no. so so they've made her look like she's a vampire you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. If if it turned out that there was so this, they they you know, two scenes in they go, oh my god, everyone's got the plague. You go, oh, okay, that's why uh-huh. they all yeah. look so pale. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's not it's not a good, not a good makeup job on any of these.
0: No. I've got a question for you. Right after Tony's had that very uh, unconvincing rant about she guessed nothing, and with lots of hand waving and et cetera, et cetera. Alan's there, right? He's stepping yep. in and we get a nice close-up of his jacket. What do you think of the season two jackets, these I new quite, jackets they brought in?
1: I, I don't like what they've done to the uniforms. I, I like that they've given them all collars because I do think the harsh collarless season one is not flattering for anyone. I mean, I, weirdly, I'm I'm doing up my uniforms at the moment for a convention and my uh, um, command uniform i don't like wearing it because i i think it's really unflattering uh around the neck so i'm i'm i thought giving them colors great the weird way they've they've chopped them into chunks and then sewn them back together to give you that that stitching pattern is is weird i hate all the badges on them that don't mean anything but i do quite like the uh the fleece cardigans um, oh do you, I know yeah, I don't I'm, like them at all <coughs> because I'm I'm a bit of a I'm wearing one now, I'm a bit of a sucker for a, a fleece cardigan I've got to that age um, I, I know why they've done it because these uniforms, the Rudy Gernreich uniforms are totally unflattering if mm. you've got the slightest bit of, of paunch and let's be honest, like Martin Lando and that definitely did they don't look great, so I can see why they've given them these uh, these cardigans um, so I don't mind that. It's the fact that they're absolutely—they've just plastered badges all over it.
0: Like you say, they—they they, they, they have no function. They, no they, they function whatsoever. Nothing. They don't
1: mean anything. Um, and all they've done—they've obviously just looked at like um, uh, NASA mission jackets and gone, "Oh, they wear a lot of badges." Yeah, but they didn't wear them on the the mission. They were for press stuff afterwards. Yeah. You know, they didn't—they weren't plastered in these badges. Um, so but yeah, you know... it's, a, it's a mix of good and bad. I think yeah. in the films.
0: Do you know was there any fan explanation why the outfits changed no. where, where were these jackets in you know season 1
1: i have never i'm sure there are fan explanations but i've never seen anything uh to sort of explain it perhaps that's where um barry Morse and uh, uh and um uh what's his face apprentice oh, uh, where Apprentice Hancock? Perhaps that's where they were. They were off sewing up the cardigans. Maybe what, they're making them. Yeah. What's really weird? I think I think we've mentioned it before on on different things. But what's really weird is post Star Trek: The Next Generation with the replicators. All of these issues, my brain just goes, eh? I replicated them. Do you know what I mean? You you mm. now accept that they probably just made them. They probably just replicated them But because they they couldn't. In this, someone must have made these.
0: Yeah. Somebody on that base made yeah.
1: them. Well, they, and also they must have had that or a stock of them in a warehouse somewhere on the moon, mm. and they they found they went well our, our uniforms are getting tatty, or what John? What about the uh, that that store of old uniforms? Oh yeah, let's yeah perhaps it's something like that. There you go. There's a fan explanation. Yeah, these are the old uniforms that he wore. Because the other thing I hate about these season two uniforms is the belts. Yeah, the belts are awful compared to the wonderful leather patent leather. Season one belts. <coughs> These things are just tatty. Um, All
0: right, we're well, back to, the, uh, to back the to the plot. And, oh,
1: uh, I I like what? this. You know when they they go in just after the credits, they go go into the ship and uh they're using the scanner. The scanner's playing Baby Shark. You know the Baby Shark music. Yeah, it's like uh do do, do Baby Shark do, do do Baby. It's like ah, oh, <laughs>
0: Oh, I, I mean, not it's not. It's just, that. Obviously, it's uh, made no. me think of it, and it, was like, it didn't ring any bells for when, me.
1: When the enjoyment you're getting out of the episode is that a scanner sounds vaguely like Baby Shark.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, we 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 learned, um, you know, from Sahala that yep. uh, the Croton system has many planets, and she's from the planet Norva. Did it annoy we, you every
1: time they said Crotons? Well, yeah, Did I, I you think thinking of who?
0: No, I was thinking of Crotons. Oh. I, just I kept thinking it, of it the two, of soup. you know, the Oh, well, that Crotons. crotons yeah. yeah, but it's Crotons with a C, not a K. Uh, so, yeah, it's a peace-loving federation. There's yes, that word. there we go. Uh, yeah, Dorzak arrived with other psychons asking for shelter. And she says in their time that, that their insidious power incited people to violence. Yeah. Uh, but because they're pacifists, they couldn't kill him.
1: Um, yeah, I... This, this... I mean, and, and bearing in mind this is said almost to camera this is like the worst way of doing exposition this is her just saying this story out loud mm. um, and yeah i didn't get this that yeah this one man managed to incite the entire civilization to violence and, and we see
0: to destruction. this is a- Again, I mean, I, I'd like to know what Christopher Penfold's original script was, yeah. because we never find <laughs> out if Dorzak ever was truly evil when no. Maya didn't know that, or if yep. he turned, what turned him, what happened to the other ones. And we've got big questions coming up about just what Psykon's uh, uh, abilities are. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's all because yeah, Maya comes round. She's brought round, and yes. um, well, she, she just... learns about Dorzak. and yeah. and and it's like no, she's wrong. He's a he's a he's the people's poet. He's yeah, a philosopher. He
1: yeah, he's a he's a pistolless pacifist. Um, yes, because yeah, we find out that uh, um, what's the lead character's name? What's her name?
0: Sahala. Sahara. Yeah.
1: Sahala. Sahara. Sahara. <laughs> yeah. Sahara. Sahara. Yeah. Alan's bit of stuff. She um, she shot Maya because. They they have to uh, shoot psychons on sight because she thinks all psychons have this same ability yeah. that Dorzak has, um, and then they 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 talk her into bringing Maya around, Alan does, because he lays on some Aussie charm, doesn't he, and talks yeah. her out into doing it. I mean, I don't know other than the fact that he's not thinking with his brain. Why is Alan so convinced that she's? Innocent in all this. You just answered it yourself. That, uh, He's not
0: yeah. thinking with his brain, is he? You know. Wouldn't
1: it have been. I mean, we're talking in the seventies. Wouldn't it have been more interesting to have her be a big ugly monster, and Alan take her side.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Why? Why does she have to be, be a bit of space crumpet? Yeah. Can you imagine if? And and again,
1: this 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 is this is playing into the 70s style and i don't mean this as any slight to the actress or anything but you can imagine this is what they would have done can you imagine if it would have been like bella emberg playing this part
0: Mm.
1: and it it, this would have been so handled differently this is this is this is almost the exact opposite of we recently did galaxy 4 on doctor who this is fred Freiberger going uh if you're good looking you're a good person Yeah, you must be
0: all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It's so, it's so shallow. Yeah,
0: Um, yeah. And he is coming on to her, and uh, but she says, she says, you know, Maya will try to free Dorzak, and that's when we get a flashback. Now, the highlights for me, as as well as the nostalgia of listening to this, is Martin Bauer's model work, and the gorgeous Keith Wilson interior of that spaceship even though yes. that does that could not fit in that spaceship no no i no. mean that is just amazing i just look at all those flashing lights and the and the wall features and stuff like that and it's like you just know they were thrown away but who made them yeah you I'm, know? I'm
1: wondering whether they were from something else or you know did they go back to were they rented um i can't take i can't take any of this seriously though because they keep mispronouncing stasis as mm. starsis, yeah we're gonna put him in starsis, are you? You're gonna have a pint of lager as well. Yeah. Um yeah, it, it it's 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 a nice spaceship interior, but it did remind me more of IKEA than the Nostromo.
0: It remind well, Yeah Yeah, you, you, you won't agree with this because you've only seen one episode, but it reminded me an awful lot of Star Maidens. You're oh, gonna be right. seeing yeah. see more stuff be, like yeah. this in Star Maidens as we go through on our Patreon. Um, I love those cell doors, those amazing cell doors with those two faces, um, yes, you know, yeah. facing each other. Who, who made them? I, I'm, I'm sure it? that ended up in a landfill. That was just chucked away. It seems
1: such. I, I, I still wonder if they were stock made for something else, because it seems so much effort to go to for this sort of throwaway episode, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we've got another plank of wood in this story, and that's that player. You know this this yes. girl is in love with Dorzak, She's terrible. Um, and um, yeah, you, you know how does their computer know that that this this approaching object is the former moon of planet yeah, Earth? Yeah,
1: I, I, in my notes, I, I I put that. How do they know the Earth? Yes. Again, it's this thing that ev- everyone knows everything. Yeah, the computer goes. Uh, There's an object approaching. It appears to be the former satellite of the Earth, known as the Moon. Blah, blah, blah. There are currently three hundred and forty-six people on it, right? and they just take it in their stride, don't they? It's like, oh, the Earth, right? Yeah, we know all about that. Yeah, it's it's just again very nonsense, and it makes the it makes everything so small and sort of
0: inconsequential. It does, it yeah. Does, yeah. <laughs> so, so I mean, she's in love with him. She frees him. What do you think of his costume, old Dorzak's, uh plastic costume?
1: I don't mind his costume. It's it's all right. It's sort of, I mean, he might as well uh, wear a badge that says, I'm the villain. He's Mm. got a widow's peak, black eye makeup, and wears that outfit. Mm.
0: Um, And he's got a cape. And he's got a
1: cape, yes. Yeah. Uh, But it's, of all the designs and the costumes we've got in this show, I think this is probably the best. (coughs) <coughs> I
0: don't mind it. I don't mind oh, it, and I like so his face. <laughs> He's got a good yeah. face for this uh, this character. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, she's going to free him. They're going to like you know take over Moonbase. But Yester yep. wakes up and 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 zaps him yes. uh, and puts him in stasis. Um, yep. But then she gets hit hit over there. With a bit of polystyrene. Oh, that's, that's
1: so funny. I laughed out loud at that. It's like, oh God, they could have at least put a sound effect or something.
0: No, no, um, no, no, You You, you can hear the polystyrene, can't you?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, and we,
1: we learn later on that, um, that they, the, to combat Dorzak, they, they're wearing these implants. Jammers. And, jammers. Yeah. And they're embedded in the skull, in the brain. Um, uh, and it's just ludicrous later on how easy it is to put these things in and out your yeah. brain um but it's like she she says in the flashback the other woman um we didn't know but she had removed her implant how did she no dig a screwdriver into her head or something i
0: i i don't know yeah she's taken it out cuz she's in love with him yes but yeah i don't He's know such how she hunk. got it out. yeah yes yeah um so yeah, she she's ordered to uh, take him out of st- st- Stasis. Sorry, so uh, yeah. they can question him, and that's when we get the silly scene with Tony saying about oh, we need your permission to go aboard. Yeah, uh, but if you don't give it, we're going to go aboard anyway. And then she pulls a gun. She does this rubbish grabbing of a gun. What is she planning to do at this point? She she's got them all held at gunpoint at the hatch to her spaceship. If Alan hadn't intervened, what was she yeah, going what to was
1: do? She do? I don't know. I I don't know what her plan was to try and take off again or, or i don't shoot know them all. It, <coughs> it doesn't make much sense
0: now they go aboard right and we have this fabulous keith wilson uh uh you know set but the the, the ship is standing vertically so unless they've got some sort of gravity thing and they've changed you know through 90 degrees Everything that we see in there is just in that little band yeah. of that spaceship, presumably. Yeah. And Perhaps you go like down a, tariff, a ladder to get yeah. to the next level or something.
1: It doesn't seem a very good design, does it, for a spaceship? This. No, no. But I say it's more like a boudoir. Um, yeah. But yeah, he, they're, they're they're talking about um, Dorzak, and I like he goes uh, he perverts minds. So, but there's uh, okay. there, there, there,
0: there, there, there's a clue coming up, you know, about what's going to happen, because, yeah, I mean, you know, Helen goes off to perform this operation on Yester. Maya convinces Tony to to, to wake him up, even though she's never used this uh, yeah. croton, you know, technology before. She does. And they have this little scene and it's like, Maya, is it Maya? And that in a away and she's waffling away about, you know, what happened to to the planet and everything. Meanwhile... He's influencing Yester yep. to say that, you know, Sahala killed Claire and then kill her, which isn't a power that Maya's got or presumably her dad had. So right. are Psychons like, you know, mutants where they have the, like these random abilities? It must be because,
1: <coughs> yeah, we find, we find out Maya doesn't believe he's got this ability. So that means that it's not a common psycho oh, ability. I, I get from it that yeah.
0: Dorzak didn't even know about her having this ability. Yeah. So,
1: oh well, yeah. Dorzak doesn't know that Maya has the the changing ability, and he's like, "Oh, could you teach me?" And it's like, so is this inherent in all mm. uh, psychons? How do you learn something like that? Yeah. Um. Yeah. It doesn't make a lot of sense. I love. Um. There's a scene where Alan is talking to to Tony, and. Her. And he's, he's just got his gun in his hand. He's very cavalier with that gun.
0: Yes. <laughs> he's
1: wafting that about, pointing at people. It's like, oh, dear.
0: Oh dear. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, they, they decide they're going to believe Dorzak, but Alan smells a rat. And, and Tony actually remarks that Sahala had said that Dorzak has power over, over other people's minds. And yet yeah. they don't think, could Dorzak have actually made yes to say that? You know, it doesn't yeah. occur to them.
1: No, they don't. They're acting like idiots. Yeah, they they know that he can, or they know that the claim is there that he can influence people's minds, and they go, "Oh, she, she said uh, it was okay, or he was a bad guy before she died. That's good enough for us. We'll trust her." And they're all acting like, oh, that that's been proved once and for all." It's like you weren't willing to take um, uh, Sahala. Sah- Sahala's word. But because this other girl, your oh, yeah, she says it. That's fine. Yeah, it, it doesn't what, make I've... any sense. I love that they 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 go to medical to look at the uh, the brain scan of of the girl that died, and it's drawn in crayon. Yeah, what? Mm. Something because there's earlier on there was a lovely whacking great close up of uh, Maya's, uh LSRO badge. And that was hand drawn. Mm. What was going on? Was it just the, the assumption that no one's watching this in high def?
0: Yeah. No one watching in black and white portables. Yeah. I know yeah, I was.
1: So it, it was just mad. It was just mad. Yeah. And yeah, they, they, uh, this is when they find out that, uh, that they, the, she had a, uh, a, a blocker in her head. But, uh, Barbara Bain had just taken it out willy-nilly.
0: Yeah, yeah, she so we says found it so at the end, oh, it's my but, fault. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, oh, so you killed her then by doing that, haven't you?
1: You know, if, this, they'd, have, if they'd have found a device near her heart, would they have gone, oh, I let just take it? Oh, it was a pacemaker. Oh, bugger.
0: Yeah, yeah it was a bit
1: Cavalier. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> We've got this character called Sam, right? Yes. Played by Admiral Motti from Star Wars. It was only six months before he filmed this that he mm-hmm. was actually doing, you know, the Death Star you know, um, you a know, scene about, you know, any attack against this Death Star yeah. is, is a waste of time, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, um, yeah, he's a right know-it-all. He knows that yeah. the pellet is a neuropulsonic jammer. Yep. Right? That jams psycho waves. And they have detectors that can detect psycho waves because um, Tony says, did our do? sensors pick up any organic yeah. psycho waves today? And he goes,
1: well, funny enough, uh, yes. <laughs> just at that point, we detected a psychowave emanating from yeah, what A, what in the hell is a psycho wave? And B, why are you regularly scanning for them? Again, they've become space people, haven't they?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It, it, uh, it's just mad. And then then we get a sequence where um they they bring uh they bring I can't remember if it's Dorzak or my. they bring them out of the the, the stasis, the you know, Starsis. Um now, before, they had to have the stazer and they had to do all this rigmarole yeah. by pointing a tube up their nose and that. Here, now I press a few buttons. So what was all that rigmarole? Why did they need to do that if all you got to do is press yeah. a few random buttons and it, it brings you out of stasis?
0: Yeah. i tell you what. I mean, this is a good example of why I don't like Season 2. And I, I really like Catherine Schell. I think she's a really good
1: yes. actress. she's a strength but, in Season 2, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> up until the point she decides to change into something, because the whole notion of this ability that she's got is complete and utter bollocks, and I didn't buy it then, and I don't buy it now. Where does
1: her clothes go?
0: Well, exactly. She decides to demonstrate to Dorzak her ability, and out of all the creatures (laughs) that she can imagine and turn into, she decides she's going to turn into a Terran guinea pig, right? Number one, where does all her mass go? Yeah. Number two, where do all her clothes go? And then when she changes back, how do they come back then? Yeah.
1: What, they, what would have been great, and this would actually have been an ideal opportunity to do it, is to say, Dorzak sees her change. And he goes, that's amazing. You've turned into a guinea pig, weirdly. And she goes, no, I don't change at all. I control your mind and you, you think make you're me think
0: him. Of, Yeah. See, that's better.
1: Yeah. That's cause that better. would have tied into Dawes Act's ability. And he goes, ah, my, my ability of taken a slightly different, and, and that would fit with them being psychons cause they're, you yeah. know,
0: it's all psychic Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it that makes, makes no sense for sense. her to
1: change physically and no sense whatsoever.
0: But surely if she turns into a guinea pig, I think we might have talked about this when we did the rules of rules of Luton. If she turns into a guinea pig, she has the brain of a guinea pig, so therefore yeah. she can't think as a psychon because yeah. she hasn't got the mental capacity to think. No, you need you need a certain number of synapses,
1: yeah, you know, to 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 have intelligence. Um, and a guinea pig, they're lovely. I love guinea pigs. They're very nice creatures. Stupid as anything. Um, there's a reason they use them as guinea pigs yes.
0: in science, really.
1: Um, and it's not just the name. <laughs> but yeah, if she changes, like when we, in, in Rules of Luton, she turns into a bird, doesn't she? And That's it makes right. no well, we, sense.
0: We, we, we were talking about that yeah. then, yeah. But it slowly starts to dawn on them that, you know, if any, any part of what Sahala's saying is true, then the, there could be a possibility that Dozak could take them all over. And Tony says for Maya, if you transform into Sahala and go and see Dorzak, he'll spill the beans, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, yeah. If you disguise yourself, he'll think you're Sahala and he'll immediately, you'll be able to get him to. But the trouble is, Maya goes there and is absolutely useless at being convincing. She might as well have had a note, Yeah, you know, saying, I'm off. I'm off sick today, signed Maya's mum. Yes. This, this is the same thing. She, she immediately, and fair dues to Dorzak, he twigs it straight away. It's like, what? He
0: goes, Sahala would know yeah. that. Why yeah. are you asking me that question? <laughs> Sahala would know that. So you know? silly, yeah. Um, Do you know why you don't know? Because you're yeah. not Sahala. You are Maya. Like, he works it out Im- yeah. immediately, doesn't well, he?
1: Because she's literally just shown him the ability that she can change to, to appear as anyone. So, of course, he's going to go, uh, well, you're Maya, aren't you, stupid cow? Yeah,
0: yeah. He, he, it's that point, I mean, we see the real one, because it's all been a ruse. I like the actor, yes. because, you know, he's all smiles to Maya till Maya goes, and yeah. then the smile slowly falls. And he, he goes on about, you know, he's a monster due to the struggle for survival, and he reckons Alphans are a pathetic <coughs> example of the lingering process of extinction. Yes. You know? Yeah. And do yeah. you
1: know what? I don't disagree with him.
0: Mm. I think yeah. he's
1: got the right, he's got the, he's got the sense in this episode. He's right.
0: Yeah. He also From what says what we're seeing that,
1: here, they should be extinct, these people.
0: Yeah. Um, he says that he needs Sahala to fly the ship. He can't fly the ship yeah. by himself. And to do that, the jammer's got to be removed. So he controls Maya and commands that she convey to him, I, I don't know, in about two minutes, the secret of, you know. Yeah. Tra- Tell me how tra- tra- to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we cut aside, we cut back, and Dorzak's in stasis, yeah. and uh, stasis. the others come in. Stasis, sorry. Maya says she was wrong, and yeah. I'd completely forgotten this whole crap running theme about uh, Tony's beer, mate. Tony's bloody beer. I think um, I think that's his characterisation. He fancies Maya, and he, he tries yeah. to make beer. That's all. Do there you is reckon, to like,
1: You know, like in um, uh, in in Lord of the Rings and that, and like. Peter Jackson, he printed out like 30, 40 page histories of every character, even the minor ones, so people knew. Do you reckon for the Space 1999 version, it literally was just a sheet written in crayon and it yes. said, uh, Maya can change into animals. Uh, Tony, Lech likes beer. Yeah. Alan, just a Lech. Yeah. Yeah. Koenig, he's not appearing in this episode. Yeah, I got the feeling it... it um, it was the slimmest of character descriptions for Tony. But, yeah, he. we get this cr- terrible crass scene where he, he basically goes, Ha, 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 Maya, well done, yes. Uh, now that we're all back in charge and he's in Stasis, perhaps I'll get you one of my beers. Ha, 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 And, yeah, and he twigs it. But only after a while he yeah. twigs it. But because, before that, yeah.
0: though, not only does he say, this will cheer you up, and she said, yeah, I'd love some. Then we get that awful, when it's going on the dodgy tally. I know this fantastic French restaurant yeah. down on sub-level, blah, 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 with the most appalling French accent. It's yeah. like, oh, shut up, you silly little yeah, man. You silly, silly man.
1: Did he ever get together with Maya? Oh, I hope not.
0: I she could do better. Uh, she can do why better.
1: Moonbase needs a good old HR section, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, he, he does a crap Humphrey Bogart impersonation as well. Yeah. Straight after that. I suppose this is meant to make him endearing, but he's just bloody irritating. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, Dorzak stroke Maya, um nobles Helena and, yeah. and says, you're going to perform the operation. And then we've got Ed, one of these, like, you know, uh, revolving door of different medical assistance yes, to you know, there was never any consistency
1: Taylor. in in the sub doctors were there they
0: Yeah and that's when the penny begins to drop because <laughs> yep. he says that's not like Helena and Tony's like uh, oh yeah a lot of things like that happening I mean, today you know uh, Maya actually yeah. said she'd have one of my beers that's he you oh, Maya honey, Tony said like, oh ooh.
1: Dear.
0: yeah and the
1: penny starts to drop um but yeah it's um and again why wouldn't Dorzak say control Helena and say go and get the 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 the, the blocker but act yeah. normally
0: yeah so, so if, like if he
1: had done that and Helena would have said hello doctor I'm just taking this for analysis they would have got away with this
0: yeah and he says oh here's the reports <laughs> she's like yeah I'll take them with me and I'll read them yeah. on the way Yeah. you know yeah um so Alan and Sahala go back to the ship, um, but Dorzak's waiting, and he, he controls Alan's mind now, orders him to hand over his weapon and, uh, and get in the Stasis chamber with Maya, who still looks like Dorzak. Yeah. And, uh, and Helena's going to come in, she's going to do the operation. In comes Tony, yeah. but of course Tony's been off to see Ed with one of these little pellets, and I guess yeah. in the space of what? Two minutes, two minutes he's had an operation he's, and yeah. that one rammed in his head
1: so i say this is this is ludicrous how this works um hmm. in um oh, which one was it there's there's two versions you know the uh the roger corman film where the um the 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 weird carrot creature lives in a cave with lee van cleef in
0: oh um yeah. it conquered know? the world
1: yes and in that um you 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 can be taken over by this alien creature unless you have this little disc on the back of your mm. neck yeah. that has some circuitry on. That would have made more sense here. Rather than this, uh, it has to be inserted in your brain in a surgical procedure, and we'll do this willy-nilly throughout the show, leaving no scar, not even mussing your hair up. Wouldn't it have been easier just to have them have this, or even a badge or something, where you it makes sense you could take it off and throw it down or whatever but yeah, yeah. It, it's so stupid that that yeah in the space of 30 seconds this doctor's talk they've discussed it with Tony t- said what's happening said here's a plan we want you to go in and pretend so he tries to take you over so you can get close enough to get the gun off him Uh but we're going to put this in and then inserted it in a medical procedure
0: yeah and then he does. He goes in. He shoots Dorsak, and yep. then he has it taken back out again.
1: Yeah, with no no worries. No, I mean, were they not worried about giving him brain damage? Oh yeah, it's Tony. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And we, uh, yeah, we, yeah, we it, tried it, to it,
1: insert it in the brain, but we
0: couldn't find it. There was plenty of room we in just, there. We just shoved it up his ass instead. <laughs> And uh, it ends with Alan and Sahala saying goodbye yep. and her saying, how do you say goodbye on Earth? It uh, might as well say, oh, Alan, Alan, you, know, you know,
1: in Red Dwarf when Lister goes, uh, tell me about this Earth love. To the... It's that sort of thing. Again, it's pure Star Trek, that, and it's pure Captain Kirk. Yeah. Um, Fred. I, I don't care what anyone says, Fred Freiberger ruined this show. Yeah, I think we, we gave him too much leeway when we discussed uh, Rules of Luton. This is yeah, and it just ends, and it's just utter tosh from beginning to end. Yeah, um, yeah. If if there was no season one, if season two would have been, that's what Space 99 is. Do you think it would have survived and, no, and been so widely I thought? Of? I don't. I don't, I think, don't so.
0: think so at all. No, no. Um, all right, that's that's it. That's Dorzak over. Um, yes. presumably Sahala went off with Dorzak and yeah. took him to that planet that she was exiling him to.
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, th- I know they're pacifists and that, but surely Tony could have just shot him or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: I'll solve your problem for you. Just, I mean, Alan would have, wouldn't he? You don't have to leave now, Sahala.
0: <laughs> mm. yeah. Yeah. Come, How about come and Sahala, see my yeah. boomerang? Yeah. Yeah. How about Salah on your return trip? You you you, you yeah. know, you come along with other ships and give us a lift to the yeah. one of your planets, and we can live on your planet.
1: That's the other thing that is so Oh makes me angry, stupid, is the whole point of this show is they're looking for a planet to live on. Yeah. Yeah. She's gonna exile Dorzak to a habitat. To another planet.
0: planet.
1: <laughs> and this is a big happy federation they've got multiple planets they know of pla- i mean the uh the uh croton planet yeah. is now empty and they don't go oh well you're obviously part of this amazing federation that you said about can you help us
0: nah. yeah. no not it's none it's, of
1: that. it's just so kiddified none of this is real at all is it it's, no, it's not realistic season 2 isn't it season, season 2, two. Bullocks, yeah it's not right. well. I haven't. I at some point I was hoping we might find a season two episode that made me rethink it, but so far, not uh,
0: not yet. No, no. so yeah, I, I said earlier about Christopher Penfold, and yes. uh, I have a book called Destination Moon Base Alpha, and there's a big quote from Christopher about right. Dorzak, and he says, Here we go. There were huge differences between the seasons. On the first series, the stories were initiated either by me or in the writing team that I had very closely around me, which was mostly Johnny Byrne. That's where the ideas were generated and the scripts grew from there. I had no role as a story consultant on the second series and Dorzak was purely a commission by the producer of the second series who I think was probably strong-armed into commissioning me by Jerry in some recognition of services rendered on the first series. I knew from the first meeting I had with Freddy Freiberger that I was dealing with a completely different animal. I attempted to adjust the writing of Dorzak to the requirements, as you do as a professional writer. By that stage, I was not interested in the way the second series was going. I wrote the script. I think I did a second draft, but there was a time lapse. And then it says, <clears throat> I had offered the idea of Dorzak. Fred Freiberger commissioned me and I enjoyed writing the script. But as with many of the episodes in Series 1, which bear writing credits that don't bear any relation to the work that was actually filmed, this is, in, this is true in my case of Dorzak, I didn't, enjoy, I didn't enjoy it when the script, which was about to go into production, was sent to me in a brown envelope dropped in my letterbox. About the only thing I recognised in it was my name on the front page. It had been completely rewritten. Of course, there there came a point at which I had to decide whether or not I would allow my name to continue to be attached to it. In broad concept, the original idea does actually survive. So, yeah, the bare bones of it is yeah. his, but I think all the dialogue is gone.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's such a shame, isn't it? I wonder, yeah. wonder what it was.
0: I don't know. They it's should do that, that, the, the, the thing where, you know, you release the original scripts to yeah, just see, yeah. see how different they are. Um, I've got a quote from um, Catherine Lee Scott, who played Yester, you know, the, the girl who yeah. gets hit by polystyrene and then dies. <laughs> um, apparently, um, yeah, you know, for years afterwards, after making Space 99, she, she would bump into Martin Lando, although in I don't know what way, uh, at the Playboy Mansion.
1: All right. All right. Was she a Playboy because Bunny
0: then? She was a Playboy Bunny, yeah. Yeah, and and it, he, he was friends with Hugh Hefner, so she bumped into yeah. him a lot up there. But I've got a quote from her about Barbara Bain. Right. Right? She says Barbara Bain used to carry a mirror in her pocket, and when I was lying there on that gurney for one of the earliest scenes that we shot, it was one of the strangest things. They did all the lighting, makeup, and everything, and she would pull out the mirror and check how she looked and how she was lit. I thought, what in the world? I've never seen anything like this. I have a feeling that she probably worked with one of the old Hollywood movie stars, the glamour queens of the 30s and 40s, and they really knew their lighting. I once worked with Lana Turner, and she had a mirror, so I have a feeling that it came from something like that, but it was quite bizarre. I'm it doesn't really show a
1: trust in the, the lighting men, does it? No, yeah, that's, yeah, that's every, not every nice, story, is no, it? Every story you hear about Barbara Bain, it does sort of heighten... The fact that she was very
0: vain. Mm. It's strange, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then I'm I'm moving over to the Space 1999, The Vault. Um, oh, yeah. That's a good And one. it says, uh, once filming for the S- S- Seance Spectre was completed on L stage, Keith Wilson effected a major, major structural alteration to the Alpha Complex set. The Eagle cockpit and passenger section were dismantled and removed, thereby enabling Medical Center to be extended I had in a fourth bed and a side room with an observation window and door, right? And that's the bit where you know um, Yester's in. Yeah. And it says the Croton ship set incorporated four triangular arches constructed for the steel corridor of Waste Dome Three in the Bringers of Wonder, and here they formed the ship's alcoved walls. The set was dressed with furniture and decor not seen since Series One including an Eldar 1005 armchair, a Rodica lounge chair and the zigzag Nelly tray from Helena's medical office desk in Breakaway. The white curved sofa and two matching seats were parts of a Swanee modular system designed in 1970 by Sylvian's Jolly for Hugh Steiner of Steiner Paris. That's all those fancy right. set he's talking about, isn't it?
1: Yeah, so it was all just stock. Stuff yeah. that they
0: found. There. Yeah. And then it says, <coughs> um, next thing, Jill Townsend, who played Sahala, fell ill with a grumbling appendix. Oh. Against her doctor's advice, she postponed the necessary surgery and completed the last three days of filming in considerable discomfort. I'll not be beaten by a piece of human plumbing that's never used anyway, she said at the time. Just before she died. Of appendix, before she died, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, as I say, um, Richard La Parmentier, who plays Sam. Yeah. Um, yeah, six months before, he was at Elstree uh, playing General Motti. Yeah.
1: I met him a couple of times at different conventions. What did you? Yeah. He, yeah. Was, uh, he, he was good friends with um, a friend of mine. And so he'd always end up sort of stood near one of his sign-in desks with oh, him chatting. Right. Yeah.
0: You know, the, the, the lucky chap, he married Sarah Douglas. Well, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They met on the set of uh, The People That Time Forgot. Huh?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Um,
0: So that's that. Right. So um, moving on, dodgy tally today. I think the French accent counts. Yep. Right. I
1: think uh, Alan's entire uh, behavior in this. That's a point as well.
0: And I think Sahala's outfit is just. Yeah, yeah. that's. uh, Yeah. All right, Very dodgy. so so a dodgy tally of three that makes Space Nineteen Ninety Nine now a six. All right, which puts it on par with Space Nineteen Ninety Nine was at the bottom with only three. Yeah. Now it's it, its time with Stingray with six. So
1: we do a we do a season two episode, and suddenly it's leapt up. Yeah, <coughs> tells you all you need to know, really.
0: Now, with with the deaths. With the yes. death tally, do we count Claire? Because we don't see Claire die, do we? But we do have we assume, yesterday. die.
1: Yeah, we, I, I think we could count it, because we see in a flashback.
0: That she was alive. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah I reckon right we could then. count that as okay. death and Yester. So, all right, so that, that bumps Space 1999's deaths up to 74. Wow. All right, so Space 1999 is in third place on the death tally. All right. Uh, now a little bit about the actors. So Lee yep. Montague played Dorzak. Yes. He was born in the Very recognisable man, isn't he? Oh yeah. Born oh, we, 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 oh, I won't say who we were talking about like, until no. the end of the show, but we, we were talking last night, weren't we? We were, yes. About an actor born in the East End and, and Lee Montague was as well. He was born in the East End in 1927. He started at the old Vic. Um, he's been in a few hammers. Uh, yeah, we've man. got to look out for him. Well, two hammers. He's in the Camp on Blood Island right. and and the Secret of Blood Island. Uh, what a surprise. He was in the Sweeney. Yep. <laughs> he was in Dempsey and Makepeace, Bergerac, Boone, Minder, The Bill, Casualty, Jesus of Naz- Nazareth. Oh, right. I don't he's know if he was Judas, that. but he could be a good Judas, I reckon. All right. Yeah,
1: he, well, he's he's got that face where he could either play a... A hard-nosed copper on the good side, or uh, a villain, Out-on-out gang villain. leader.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. His Anderson tally is only one. This is the only, oh, thing this is for, only thing he did for for the Andersons. Yeah, and his ITC tally is three. He was in Danger Man, The Baron, and Department S. Right. All right. Um, and Jill Townsend. I didn't know until I started looking into this. She's actually American.
1: Right. Okay. That's I, a bloody doing, good English accent. Yeah, I was say she's doing a very good English accent. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, sh- she stopped acting in 1979 and became a teacher and then a spiritual healer. Oh dear. All right. Um, but she <coughs> was in a lot of stuff in America, okay, right. before moving to the UK uh, to, to work. She was in The Girl from UNCLE, The Wild Wild West, Bonanza, The Virginian, Ironside. But then she moved over here and then she was in The Sweeney, Ark. The Awakening, you know, that, that mummy film that hasn't got a mummy oh, in it. Oh, yes, yeah. And her last acting thing before she quit was Scarecrow and Mrs. King. She, so oh, well, she had God, obviously God. gone back to, yeah. And, and Nobody ever Thank talks you. about Scarecrow and Mrs. No, King, do they?
1: No, what a surprise.
0: Yeah. Her Anderson, Anderson tally is two because she was in this and she was in an episode of The Protectors. Oh, okay. All right. And, yeah, no ITC tally. She, she didn't work well, for ITC at all. All right. So, here we go. Uh we're going to talk about the design of Dorzak and Sahala. Yep. Who, who would you like to Let's focus on Let's do Sahala for? first. Sahala. All right. The, the...
1: I I got a feeling this didn't cost a lot this costume did it. I
0: okay. imagine like you
1: say they probably just went to uh to like Benny Hills dressing room. Yeah. I
0: mean, I mean, I mean, it's a feather adorned uh, nightie, yeah. basically, isn't it? It's a negligee, as they used to call them.
1: Yes, yeah, a negligee, lingerie. Yeah. Oh,
0: do you remember lingerie? I remember lingerie. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's so bizarre. It doesn't it doesn't suggest starship captain to me.
0: She is the commander of a spaceship taking a very yeah. dangerous criminal yeah. into exile. Mind you, I, I tell you what, we might be we might be just actually, Sonny, I, I, it hadn't occurred to me, right? We might be getting this all wrong. When we see in that flashback, yep. you know, what Claire's doing, Sahala and Yester are asleep, right? So do you and think this, this is, is just a... before they reach Moonbase Alpha? So she could be in just her regular nightwear. Could be. And she never got out. But of
1: wouldn't, it. wouldn't you have said, uh, give me a minute? <laughs> I'm just going to put my leather guards
0: <laughs> uniform on
1: yeah yeah I mean you might be right, also we've we've got to allow the fact that uh alien societies this might be viewed as a suitable attire. I just don't think so. This compare and contrast with some of the outfits in guest artists in Star Trek. Mm. This is a Star Trek. again, a Star Trek. Thing and it? it's like you imagine she came on and she was in some sort of boiler suit like Ripley, and Fred is there going no, no, I, put him in a negligee. I'm surprised I'm going, she's not showing a belly button. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm surprised there's no belly buttons showing. Um, it's uh, it's silly. It is silly, isn't yeah. it? You imagine That's... if they if they'd have been wearing like I don't know, just boiler suits or
0: yeah. That's why this story, I think, works better um, on audio. On audio, yes. Agreed. Um, Do we do design and... uh... Yeah, design and effectively. So this is the design design of this.
1: (laughs) If if this was uh, someone accepting a BAFTA reward, I'd go, oh, that's a nice design of dress. What a lovely frock you're wearing, my dear.
0: Um, But it's not. not. (laughs) So (laughs)
1: design-wise, I'm going to give this a 2.
0: Snap. <laughs> and how um, effective is, is she? Uh, uh,
1: I think, well, God, this is difficult because, I mean, I, I thought she was a bit of a block of wood, but she's not as bad as the other two aliens in it, the, the no. two women. They they like, I mean, there's one where she says something like, oh, no. And it's like, oh, God, that's, yeah, good. That's is that polite. the best take? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think she doesn't do a too bad a job. Um, but there's no, there's no real passion or anything in it. I don't buy her some love affair with Alan.
0: No. I mean, she seems quite driven. She sticks to her guns, doesn't she? I was
1: hoping there might be a bit of a twist to it and that it turns out she is the villain. Mm. You know, she gets everyone believing him, and then it does turn out that Dorzak is just a prisoner. And, uh, but no, that would have been a two.
0: Yeah, yeah but this is season two, space name. Yeah, nineteen ninety nine. You're not going to get that.
1: No. So effectiveness. Uh, I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna give her a three. I can't really go any higher. A
0: three is that all? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I don't think a, she
1: was good in this at all.
0: I gave her a five. She was okay. middle of the road. Oh, okay. All right. So that's a four. You were swayed
1: so- by her beauty. Like Alan was.
0: I can't see past all that, that fasty yeah. makeup they put her in. Well I'm thinking
1: well, now, now that you said she had appendicitis, what was she just <laughs> you know? You don't look well.
0: All right. Well that that that's a final tally of three, which is not much, is it? No. All right. Um that's I think that's she might her. be on
1: a caravan near her on her own on this case.
0: Well, I'll tell you about that in a minute. I can see where she is, right. but I'll tell you about that in a minute. Um, and Dorzak then the design, the look of um, Dorzak. I,
1: I like his uniform. I like it. It looks, it looks like it's quite practical. He's got a cape. Capes are always good. We love capes. Um, it's not like so, some of the space. Even in season one, some of the 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 outfits. You thought seventies. <laughs> But this, this would... I could see this in the 90s. I could see it in the 2000s. It's quite a nice thing. Um, yeah, and I could I quite see like, this
0: in the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, you easy. Know? And There's I quite no like flares. his look.
1: I quite like his widow's peak and his dark eyes. And,
0: yeah.
1: You know, it's... Like, so, I, design, I'm, I'm going to give him... A, I'm going to give him a seven for design.
0: Snap again. Yep, yep, yep. So, all right. And effectiveness. He's
1: um, being... the only one that seems to be putting much effort in. Mm. And there is a right at the end, when you realise what his power is, it is quite a chilling thought that this person can control you know, he can control anyone with his mind and he can look like anyone and that's quite a scary thing but can you imagine, because he's he's got a very similar power to, did you ever see uh, Jessica Jones with David Tennant playing Kilgrave and it was just a stunningly good performance of evilness and this had a touch of that and I think I, I like this guy and I I I thought yeah in a better episode he would have been a scary villain. Mm. He would have been good like a recurring boltar type. Yeah. Villain, he would have been he's great. Got so a touch yeah, of the Boltars. He's got it, a touch of the Boltars, yeah. Mm. The, the Bolt Sacks, yeah. Um so I'm going to give him I'm going to give him uh, an eight, I think. An eight for effective.
0: Okay, I stayed at seven. Okay. All right, so that's <coughs> seven and a half. Okay.
1: He was the best thing in the episode.
0: That and the model work.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, the model work. I mean, that's a, sort of a given with Space Ninety Ninety Nine, though, isn't it? If, if, if you, if the model works bad, then I think you've you've hit something wrong with an episode.
0: Yeah. All right. That puts him in Caravan Seven Point Two Five. Okay. All right. That's fair. So he. Is in Caravan 7.25. On one side, at 7.5, we've got Craig Collins from UFO. Yep. And on the other side, at 7.1, we've got Culp. You know, the the, the rather grubby Culp from Thunderbirds. Oh, yes. You know, I remember. Down yeah. on the bio, you know. Yeah, Mr. And Mr. Then, Boat Wrangler. Poor old Sahala, right? She's in caravan number three. The nearest person to her, because she's by herself. Oh, by the way, Dorzak was by himself. Uh, The nearest person to her at 2.9. So, you know, they can pass over a a cup of sugar from one window to the other. They're very close. Is Zelda. Oh, God. Bless. Sahala is that close to Zelda. That's quite upsetting. (laughs) That is, yeah.
1: Uh, now I feel sorry for her, but now she'll be all right. She'll be all right.
0: All right, um, and we've got to do a vehicle tally today yes. as well. Which is the they keep calling it the Croton ship, but you know that's the that, that's the star system or the galaxy. Yeah, yeah. I, it's I a Nova ship to be um, or... to, to 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 be accurate. So I've got a lengthy quote about its construction from Martin Bauer. All okay. right, you'll appreciate this, Ian. Yeah. Are you ready? This is a very lengthy quote, so here we go. He says, Brian, of course he's talking about Brian Johnson, Brian was trusting me to come up with many of the designs for the alien ships with a general brief to make them as different from each other as possible. And sometimes the inspiration comes from the strangest of places. This was the case for the Croton ship that appeared in this episode. I happened to be in a small newsagent's store, and I noticed that there was a big upturned perspex cone near the counter which was full of various confectionery. It was about 16 inches wide across the top. To get something like that made to order would have been costly. I asked the store owner if he would part with it, and after I explained why I wanted it, he happily agreed. He put the remaining sweets into a box and handed the cone straight over. I could use this cone to be part of the croton ship. I needed something to encase. Now, I must say, it's better while I'm reading this that if you call up on, 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 on your computer, Google yep. image Croton ship Dorzak, or yes. wait for Facebook look, and I'm then have a look at in the it face. Now, yep. <laughs> all right. So basically, he, he's talking about the bottom, the bottom of the ship, yep. the bell end. Uh, uh. All right. He says, I could use this kind to be part of the Croton ship. I needed something to encase the open end of it, so, i.e., the bottom of the ship. I I looked in my EMA catalogue once I'd returned to my workshop to see if they had any interesting parts that I could use. Luckily, I found they made elliptical heads up to 18 inches in diameter, so I ordered one that would fit my newly acquired cone, and when it arrived, it connected perfectly. Once glued, this then became the base of the craft. Now, with Martin Bauer's ships, every time I look at one of his ships, I always think they're bigger than they actually are. But when you actually think that the width at the bottom there is only eighteen inches, yeah. it looks about three foot to me. Yeah, it looks, but it's only it looks eighteen like inches. Model. Yeah. So he says uh, the veiny-looking section that looks like brackets just above the base of the ship yeah. was made from the inside part of a very cheap dome-shaped lamp. This is the internal part that cooled the light and stopped it from melting the shade. I made a hole in the centre of this, put a pole through it, and the actual body of the craft began to take shape. The script dictated that I had to create a docking hatch to fit onto the side of the Croton ship. It had to match the size of the extending Eagle Connector model too. This was a useful docking device in the series as it seems to be able to connect to every alien ship they encountered. I made this and then continued with the rest of the model. The nose of the ship, i.e. the other end, is part of a caddymatic, caddymatic tea dispenser <laughs> that I cut down and filled with isopon car filler to give it strength. I began to add more detail. When I'd ordered the elliptical head for the base, I had also ordered some smaller size ones. I thought that stuck back to back, they would make nice pod like shapes that would look ideal on the sides of the ships. There are groups of these elliptical domes on the surface. That's those light colored, white colored yes. things I've just that looked
1: look. Cadematic and yep it's exactly that. It's exactly
0: i bought i bought a caddy matic i was did gonna you? make one of the um um, um the um uh the the, the the fighter craft from war games you know the ones with oh, the bug eyes as well, yeah, yeah yeah the tail of that is a caddy it cost me about i don't know 60 quid and that was oh what, yeah they said they're, they're like
1: 55
0: years quid ago. each on ebay now yeah 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 so um uh blah 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 yeah da yeah. I tried to add as much to extra detail to the model, such as panelings and so on, but I had to allow time for the painting of the model and time for it to dry. I made it greeny-yellow in colour to make it different from the other Alien models. I then added some pattern into the hull and weathered it. I then delivered it to Bray Studios, and it was another model completed. Apparently, at some later stage, some wag-up Bray Studios put a lampshade on it once filming was complete. And it does look like a stand-in, it free does, standing freestanding lampshade. Yes, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> it does look I like totally an Ikea mate I've got some excellent photos um, right. uh, to put on the Facebook page when this episode comes out so yeah if you're into uh kip part spotting um oh, yeah you're gonna no, like so. that all right so so this ship what do you think what do you give it out of 10 it's just a straight um, 10 for this doors actually I,
1: I like this one it's it, it's alien enough but not in the sort of you know serverlands weird alien grown ship which just didn't look right this is alien, but also looks mechanical and it's re- really nice. I like the green color skip, and the panel lining is just amazing yeah I'd hate to have to do that myself um so i'm i'm going to give it a i'm going give it a nine I like a it.
0: nine i got yeah. I only gave it an eight I'll bugger it I'll give it a nine go on all right so that's a nine so that is in the same garage as the d t nineteen from Captain i scarlet. no idea okay. what that was what was the d t nineteen d t nineteen
1: uh wasn't that wasn't that one of the planes? Was I it? Seem? Was it the the, uh, the one that was Thunderbird two?
0: Oh yes, you're right. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing that was on the runway and then yes. starts pulling yeah. away and everything. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that, that 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 that's, that's a, fair, a, a yeah. worthy place to put it. Yeah, I think so. Um, this story does it go on your top ten? You no. have ten on your top ten. No, 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 no. This was stupid. I mean, I enjoyed <laughs> I enjoyed
1: bits of it. I can't say it was it was a complete and utter waste of time, but it was just so silly. It was so so sort of basement level writing. The writing. Know this one down. Yeah, no, it's not on my top
0: ten. All right. Well, I've only got a top seven at the moment, so I'm putting it in. Oh well. Right, and I'm putting it in seventh place. Seventh place. It's for the nostalgia, for the model work, you know, for the Keith Wilson design stuff. And you know, Uh, it'll
1: get pushed off
0: eventually. oh it, it will yeah. it will um so it's it's one above attack of the alligators that might right. be heresy to you but I've yeah that put it
1: above attack you've of put the alligators. this above
0: attack of the alligators yeah wow yeah. i it's mean nostalgia. you've got nostalgia for it though yeah it's it's me I, listening to that c ninety yeah. cassette as i'm scratch building and converting yeah. spaceships and things No, I, you know?
1: I i understand that and uh like I say, if you if you enjoy this stuff and you think it's great, that's oh, brilliant. Well done, it's, You know, I'm, I'm happy for you. Uh, yeah. To me, it was it was just I, I the only episode of season one that I think eh, okay I'll watch this instead would be the one where they turn into
0: cavemen. Which is that, is, horrible. That, that's, yeah, that is yeah. not a good story, no. which we will be featuring at some at point. At some
1: point, we will get round to it, yes.
0: We'll be putting cavemen into <laughs> our uh, caravan park. <laughs> it's like <coughs> being in Wrexham, isn't it? It
1: will, yeah. yeah. It's like uh, yeah. It'll be a, a, It will be a, a busman's holiday
0: for me. Yes, it would, yes. All right, and at an hour and thirteen minutes, we're oh. almost done. So we're going to move on. Well, we move backwards now, don't we? we do, because Yes. Yeah. Now next, we're talking about UFO, the one that should be out now, but it it wasn't because we've delayed it, haven't we? Yeah, and there for is a very, very good reason for it. We
1: weren't just being lazy like normal.
0: Would um, you like to say why? Yes. Yeah,
1: so, um, so Eric managed to have himself a special guest again so we had a last night we had a lovely lovely chat really enjoyable um, and some very eye-opening stuff that was said uh, with the the, uh, you know, the lovely daughter of uh, George Sewell Alec Freeman from UFO um, mm-hmm. and we discussed his time as an actor how he got into UFO um, some interesting theories about why he left UFO um, and certainly found out a couple of things that make means i'll be watching the show next time we watch ufo i'll be watching it really closely um you'll find yeah. out in the in the episode but yeah it it was a a very very nice interview wasn't it i think yes
0: yeah and and, and certainly you know when i go to uh watch the episode because yeah that our, our next show is devoted to alec freeman yep. um it it's the it's the story confetti check AOK. yes that's the one we're going to be looking at and i haven't looked at it yet so after oh, now have you not watched it i no oh, no i no. watched it before I, the interview yeah I, I i yeah i did i watched all the bits with george in it yep. right but i ignored all the rest ah, but so it is interesting. It an
1: episode. Okay.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's going to be interesting um, watching it after listening to what Liz had to say yeah. last night. Um, to actually, yeah, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. So, yeah, yeah, join us next time. Yep. There's me, Ian, and Alec Freeman's daughter. Yes, who we should say, <laughs> her, her name Saul. is Liz. Yeah, yeah Liz Sault is her
1: name. As uh, George
0: Sault's daughter. It's, yeah, no. uh, yeah Liz. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so join us for that, all right? Two weeks' time. Two weeks' time, brilliant. Okay. Thanks, Ian. Thanks, Nisna. No problem. Not. Thanks, All everyone. Right. See you there for that. Thanks, All right. Bye-bye. Bye.